Hello, this is Eric Brickmont, host of Nerds on History, part of the Nerdonomy channel. If you guys like the podcast that you're hearing on Nerdonomy, please head to our website, nerdonomy.com, and click on the merch link. You can find some great t-shirts inspired by our podcasts and some awesome nerd gear. Go ahead and support us, because, quite frankly, we need the help. Please! Thank you! You're listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, David McGuire, and Sarah Ashley. I have a question for you guys. What is the weirdest thing, the oddest thing that's happened to you on Thanksgiving? I nap a lot. You nap a lot? <laughs> there was once I had dinner at my grandmother's house, and it was a very small get-together, very small meal. And afterwards, I, I went to her couch, and I propped my feet up, put my head up onto a pillow, and I was out for like a good... 45 minutes to an hour. My family's vanilla, man. Like, we're vanilla's cousin that nobody wants to talk about. It's a color and a flavor that nobody wants. I mean, I don't even know what, what what's the opposite. Like, what's worse than vanilla? Plain yogurt. <laughs> Our family is plain yogurt. So, tart and just kind of eh? Sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I have a weird thing happen to me on a Thanksgiving. Okay. Five years ago or so, there was this monster hailstorm. It was really... The craziest hailstorm I think I've ever seen. There were some pretty big balls of hail. There were a couple that were like golf ball size. It was just crazy. <laughs> David's laughing because you said balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, what a high caliber podcast we're on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like to bring it down. However, having just done Nerds on History. <sighs> so, Sarah, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you on Thanksgiving? So, one year, my uh, my mom's mom decided to make turkey and my grandmother is not much of a cook she buys that turkey in a bag thing with the little uh thermometer nipple that pops when it's ready <laughs> and uh, only more things were like that <laughs> <laughs> boink, boink, turkey's done <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's an ovulation joke in there somewhere but I, i'm just not gonna go for it <laughs> Oh, you just but did. you thought about it. <laughs> God's telling us it's ready to go, honey. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, she makes the turkey, and my mom's like, "I don't think you cooked it long enough." She's like, "No, the the thing popped up. Do you have a Do you have a meat thermometer? No, of course, of course, I don't have a meat thermometer. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's the thing's out, so it means it's ready. Okay. Did it look cooked on the outside? When we cut into it, it was just, did not look all the way cooked. It's cooked enough. Um, that's apparently, never, that's apparently. never the response you need to Especially hear. with poultry. Oh, yeah. And, Is that mold um, on it? No, it's fine. Just eat around it. And then that night, both my brother and I, because we were the only ones who did not have alcohol with dinner because we were kids, oh, got yeah. the worst food poisoning the, oh, right, because the alcohol would likely kill the bacteria. Yeah, right. The worst. I think I yacked like 10 times in one night. Oof, it was you're the one who don't like turkey so that much. Get your kids drunk. Yeah. Protect food poisoning. From Absolutely. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit of scotch. I mean, come on. You rub it on their gums when their when teeth are coming yeah, in. You're you not might supposed well. to do that anymore, but... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Jack Daniels baby. My dad used Jack Daniels to when I was teething. Kahlua. That explains why I'm raging alcoholic now. My, my, parents, <laughs> uh, my parents did. They use, yeah, they used Kahlua when um, my gums were sore. Nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we had a dry household. I never got to enjoy all that as an infant. I still yeah. regret it today. <laughs> <laughs> got to make up for it now. Yeah. He's 21 having his first he's, scotch. He's 21 months. It's okay. Give him a little bit. He's <laughs> all right. They yeah. never said 21 what? They <laughs> just say 21. Yeah. <laughs> 21 days... Just load up that bottle with Bushmills. <laughs> well, guys, this is if we were to compare the Nerds on History podcast to the dinner conversation, this is what it'd be like after dinner. You know, mm -hmm. we've we've had the dessert. Our belt is definitely loosened. Yes. We've had a couple drinks. And uh, what a way to, to open. So welcome to Nerds on Film, guys. Welcome. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. That voice you are hearing is none other than my Nerds on History co-host, Eric Brickmont. Oh my god, it is. 
It's mm-hmm. Eric. Welcome back, Eric. Hello. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Eric. Eric nice you to traveled. meet you in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and not just via text, Facebook, smoke signals, and uh, that. Did you get my last smoke signal, by the way? It, I didn't really make a whole lot of it sense. Was, it was smoggy. He wasn't sure. It was either help or high. <laughs> we weren't, weren't quite sure which one it was. It was smoggy the other day. It kind of <laughs> yeah. got a little, a little messy. It was one of those spare the air days. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny because we've been podcasting for almost three months now. And this is the first time you guys have been in the same room, <laughs> physically. Yeah, we've well, been in the same room. It's you basically like, seem to have Skype. That's we're about like the, the lake house. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so who's Keanu Reeves? Well, I think. Well, I think, I think we should maybe have like a Keanu Reeves off well, to determine this. I just got like mail and stuff, and in the mail was a letter and stuff from a lady and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if? Sandra's really in the present, and Keanu is from the future. <laughs> dude, 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 I know Kung Fu. There's a glitch in the Matrix. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, correction, he never actually says that. Oh, shut up. Well, if you're going to quote the movie, you should quote it right. Thanks. Okay. <sighs> although, although, I know Kung Fu is in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know Kung Fu. That's the extent of my movie knowledge. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank We're you. That's my right contribution for the episode. <laughs> uh, Guys, yeah, so go ahead and introduce yourselves because you got you. I think did you say your your name already, dude? I don't need an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Papa D is ready to roll. Really? You don't need please an introduction? never, ever, ever call yourself Papa D ever again, please. Uh, you are not that cool. <laughs> Have you seen my box? My box is cool. Really, <laughs> <laughs> how bad that sounded. <laughs> okay, I drive an element, so it's a box. Shape, <laughs> which is what I was referring to. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see David's box, <laughs> call me at 408. Just go, just go to papad.org. <laughs> not, not papad.com. No, dot org. As you might find something a little bit different. All, all, all the proceeds go to charity. <laughs> yeah, call my belly. Oh, and I'm right. Sarah. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Uh, hi. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> We're doing more introductions. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and Brian's over there, too. Oh, yeah. hi, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Well, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> great, great episode, everybody. <laughs> we should definitely do this next Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, so, if you guys listen to both podcasts, please listen to the Nerds on History one first, episode 12. And then go immediately into this because this is part two. This is literally part two of the exact same podcast. We spent the Nerds in History podcast talking about Thanksgiving traditions and the history of Thanksgiving, and where I got very emotional over stuffing. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we and Sarah Brian was definitely jokes about tr- stuffing. <laughs> yes. I, so the Nerds on History podcast, we tried to keep that one. Uh, you guys tried to keep that one a little bit cleaner. Keep it more, more um, kid friendly. You guys, yep. the, Nerds on History, if this had to be classified or personified, and Sarah would agree, is probably the scholar of the Nerdonomy family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. thank you. And, and Sarah, how, how would you classify Nerds on Film? I, I believe I called us the slacker brother of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I believe you said slacker stoner. <laughs> slacker stoner. Except, except none of us are, you know. None of us actually smoke. None of us right. are partaking. Let's, let's be perfectly clear about yeah. that. But we're talking about. The persona, the, perso- of the, the personification, hey, yes, the slacker stoner brother. Nerds on history. Could I borrow like thirty dollars? <laughs> I need bus fare, and oh, I gotta pay my drug dealer back. Yeah, um, Did, I, 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 I'm good for it. I'm no, good no, no, for no. It. I'm, no. I'm sure you are. No. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, it's not a very good time for. You know, it's really late. I, <laughs> I should probably be getting home. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, oh. Hey, hey, just uh, don't tell mom that I asked. Okay? Oh, no, no. Yes. All right, we're, we're cool. We're cool, right? A- absolutely. All right, sweet. Sorry if I'm in your pillowcase. <laughs> no, you know, I, 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 I do it all the time. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sorry, you got pink eye because I farted in your pillow. <laughs> well, one of the traditions we did, I didn't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did everyone else hear the? Did everyone? Did everyone else hear the bulldozer? They just went right past that comment. Brian's like, I'm not gonna even dignify that with a response. Either that, or he was commenting that pink eye is a common tradition in his household. We need to take a pillow. <laughs> Someone we love. <laughs> and then we all just, you know. <laughs> Oh, this is like the 
the worst episode we've ever done. No, it's not. It's the best. Hey, uh, let's talk about movies and shit. Uh, <laughs> that's how I was, I was trying to open. I'm Brian sorry. was trying to open. Brian I was trying to go. open. I'm sorry. So, please, Brian, tell us, what, what Thanksgiving tradition are you referring to? So, one of the tra- traditions that I didn't mention was that there were often times where we would go to the movies or we would watch a movie mm-hmm. after dinner on Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is a huge day for movie releases. Would you and guys at least nap before going? Or was uh, there a napping period pr- prior to going? There's usually a resting period. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is really a nap. You have to recover from the itis. Yeah, the, what, the itis? The itis. The itis is what you get, like the food coma. Oh. It's called the itis. Is Which it really? is triggered by tryptophan. Tryptophan. Which is actually a myth. No, it's not. So, this is nerds on film, Okay. No, I have to say Fallacies this. live here. You know, because the nerds on history people are going to listen, we have to throw in just a little factoid. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. So the tryptophan thing is a myth. There is tryptophan in turkey, but not enough to actually make you sleepy. Mm-hmm. Most people are sleepy because they've in- <laughs> they've consumed a carbohydrate bomb, basically, uh, of bread and potatoes <coughs> and stuffing. It is the sh- blood sugar spike and drop that is causing you to get sleepy. The the reason that you're feeling sleepy, David. We put uh, we put sleeping pills in your, your stuffing. I smelled Rufalin. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's not because of the kale? <laughs> oh, so I thought it was the kale. Oh, Doesn't there... the kale have tryptophan? No. <laughs> oh, there. Um, but but actually... going to the movies on Thanksgiving, right, is what you're talking about. Yeah. And I have a, a Thanksgiving memory from that time. In 1994, Star Trek Generations was released. On uh, Thanksgiving? Not on Thanksgiving, but November 17th. So it was right near Thanksgiving. But you guys saw it on Thanksgiving. My godfather took my brother and I, and we went to see it on Thanksgiving. And it was the first Star Trek movie that I had seen in the theater, and the first one to feature the next-gen cast, of course. And it had the chat in there and everything. It was awesome. Awesome. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed cool it. with uh, McDowell, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one where, you know, the, the guy's and got the missile, over. he's going to blow up the sun, mm-hmm. and then... The Nexus. Oh, yeah, Whoop. Yeah, Whoopi whoop. Goldberg was in it, too. Yeah. 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 Well, she was in Next Gen, the, the TV series. Right, yeah. So she so. just carried over her role of guiding. Did she make it to the whole series, or...? She made cameos yeah. every now and then, right? She, I think she started in season three, uh, and she actually came to Roddenberry originally and was like, I really want to be on Star Trek. I love Star Trek. Nichelle Nichols is my inspiration. And if you can find some way to put me into Star Trek, I will be forever in your debt. That's amazing. That's awesome. And so in season three, uh, they introduced Ten Forward, which is like the place where the the, the lounge where everyone goes and and relaxes when they're off duty. And she was cast as Guinan. And she made several cameo appearances throughout the whole rest of the series to a lot of fanfare. She was very widely widely Mm -hmm. popular. And I loved her as Guinan. One of my favorite scenes is her and Worf sitting in Ten Forward. And she's like, I got something I want you to try. It's Terran delicacy. He's like, I don't know. She's like, try it. It's called prune juice. All right, all right. He takes a sip and he says, a warrior's drink. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Yeah, yeah, she had a lot of neat little spots. And then, of course, she was in Generations. She actually played a pretty big role in Generations. Yes. She was the the one that was caught in the nexus, uh, and she was the one who was kind of convincing Picard. It was all an illusion that he should go back and prevent it from happening because he was all happy to be there with his simulated French family enjoying Christmas time. with the carousel in the house, which I totally want. Yeah, right? It's like they jacked one from out in the front of the Safeway and just stuck it in their house. (laughs) You know, like those little kid carousels? Yes, it was totally, totally awesome. With movies being a a tradition, going to the theaters, um, well, and is it that a lot of movies come out right around the autumn time and and Christmas to get the Academy to notice them a little bit better? Yeah, this is is Oscar season. Yeah, Oscar season. So. That's part well, of it, yeah. Which is sad because it's not until the nominations come out that everyone remembers all the January and February Oscar season movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Because everyone, because you know, it's always the final year and they're like, oh my God, this movie's amazing. And then, you know, nominations come out and somebody goes, so and so. And they go, oh, oh, oh right. that came out like this year? Oh, man. So it's, yeah. it's kind of a weird, funky thing that they have going on. It is. It's a weird cycle they have. But actually, Eric, being the research guy that he is, actually found a list of some interesting movies that have been the top grossing movies that were released on Thanksgiving. What? So I'll, you what, I'll, I'll give you the top six cool. just in the row because one of them I have to mention. <laughs> Not in the top five. I'll do the top six. So number one was Toy Story 2 oh in 1999. God. I love Toy Story 2. And oh. that weekend it brought in $98 million. Not surprised. Yeah. Pretty crazy. 
uh, Back to the Future Part 2. <gasps> yes! That was a Thanksgiving release? That was a Thanksgiving release. Uh, $68 million. Mm-hmm. 101 Dalmatians, not the animated. Oh, the, the Glenn Jeff Close? Daniels Glenn Close version, yeah. But the live action, She's 1996. She's a fantastic Cruella. That's because yeah. Glenn Close is just really awesome. She really she is absolutely fantastic. I'm convinced that she was genetically engineered for that role. Right? <laughs> and the rest of her career just happened to happen as a result, just to make sure it was Did natural. I always like to tell people, like, drop the bomb of knowledge that she's actually in Hook. Yes, I was just about yeah! to say that. High five! Uh, yeah. she's, she's in Hook? She yes. is. She, she has goes, a... She goes, she's the person that goes into the boo box. So, and they're like, the boo box. No, not the boo box! So she's a dude. She's a pirate on Captain Hook's ship, and she gets in trouble for whatever reason. Because that pirate doubted Hook right. Right, could find Peter Pan's Right, kids. right, right. And, so, and then so they, they take him and put him into the box and then close it and then load it up with scorpions. Right. Yeah, that I was... I remember that, but I just didn't think it was Glenn Close. Yeah, that was, she's, she's uncredited, and you can check it on IMDb, but she's yeah. listed as being there. And if you watch well, no, it... Good makeup, because, If like, you watch crap. it knowing it, it's... You see it in her you eyes. See in you her see eyes. the eyes. Absolutely. That's one of my favorite parts. Factoid. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what else is on the list, Eric? Uh, Rocky Four is the fourth on the list. That makes total sense. Who did yep. he fight in that one? That was Ivan Drago, the I Must Break You. Oh, okay. Yeah, where he goes to Russia and he runs out in the wilderness. That's his training montage while Ivan Drago has his whole like Russian mechanized super stay there at gym where he's got they got like machines working his muscles and everything. Nice. The yeah. pumping steroids directly into the body. <laughs> exactly. Flubber. Oh my god, that, that was, was a Thanksgiving fun release? movie. It was yeah. a great movie. Fun fact. Filmed here. It shot, the one of the lecture hall scenes was shot at San Jose State University. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant in your garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, at the time that that movie came out, I was in fifth grade. And where I was located, there was a rose garden across the street. And they filmed quite a bit of stuff over there. And actually, they filmed in that neighborhood. And I only knew of that because you saw the tents, you saw the production crews around the area. But um, some of the kids actually got to go across the street and look at the film, and they got to meet Robin Williams. I was not lucky enough to do that, and I hate my life now. Um, (laughs) Well, Robin Williams lives in San Francisco. I was going to say, maybe he produced the film and he decided, you know what, I'm tired of traveling, let's just do it here in the Bay Area. Well, the thing about the school is his character is the university professor. They use the exteriors of Stanford. University for the outside of the campus, mm-hmm. but the lecture hall scene where he walks in on the the nude models was a lecture hall in Washington Square Hall at oh, San Jose State University yeah, yeah. that was know. used. I don't remember naked ladies and flubber. I think I maybe need to rewatch that. It one. would they, it, obviously there was no visual nudity, but he walked in on a nude modeling Boring. art class. Change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> and number six, Star Trek Four. Star Trek 4, but you know, I'm sorry, I have to go to the whole top 10 because number 7 on that list is Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That was a Thanksgiving Doubtfire. release? Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to just stop there. I was going to do a few more. But oh, okay, I'm sorry. Way to steal, Way to steal my thunder. Jeez. Damn it, Brian. May I continue, sir? May I? Wow. Go ahead. Good day, sir. Good day. Good day, sir. <laughs> do you guys need a moment? Sheesh. No, no, we're cool. sexual tension with that knife. <laughs> I, I'm completely and totally kidding with you. Go ahead and take my list. I have... Absolutely nothing riding on this. I'm just great <laughs> with you. You are a guest <laughs> here, sir. <laughs> well, here's where the list gets weird because Mrs. Doubtfire is like kind of a family movie. It's odd because it talks about divorce, and it's... Uh, that's still important for families. Yeah, to yeah. And the I only non- the only non-family things I would say that are in that movie are the you know the peeing bit and the flipping him off and right. there's some adult themes, but really it's an yeah. it's an important message. Well, it gets a he's little a she, awkward. she's a he, he's a he she. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little more awkward. Because he's a half man. Because half woman. the the eighth is End of Days, the Arnold Schwarzenegger apocalyptic movie. <laughs> That's a Christmas movie <laughs> that came out on Thanksgiving. But that movie's based in Christmas. I've seen that movie. Yeah, but well, it's yeah. on Thanksgiving. But it's going to run throughout yeah. the whole That's Christmas just... holiday. How much money did that make opening? Is this is all opening weekend. What weekend? Stats? Opening weekend it made thirty eight million. Sh- Does it say how much it cost to make that movie? No, but it totally grossed to uh, two hundred nineteen million. The movie. So this cool. is in 1999. Keep that in mind. So yeah, I don't think yeah, these are adjusted. These, these are not adjusted. Dollars. Okay. Yeah. No, no. In fact, you get though. to see Kevin Pollock in that movie, and then he dies. Yeah, I never saw the movie. Spoilers. Hmm. Um, number ten. Number ten is the haunted mansion, the Eddie Murphy vehicle. Oh. Uh, oh wait, you skipped number nine though. Yeah. Okay. Oh, bad. I did. Oh, how could I forget? The bodyguard was number nine. Really? Yeah. I'm not about to sing it. I like was contemplating it for a second. I'm like, I'm just gonna start. No, I'm not gonna start singing. I don't remember the words. Cause I <laughs> will always love you. 
you. Thank you. <laughs> well, if you weren't going to do Eric, it. that was beautiful. That was amazing. <laughs> when do I get to do that on Nerds on History? Never. Never. <laughs> this is why you got to come to the sister podcast. Can we do Nerds on Karaoke? <laughs> oh, my God. Can I we would... do Nerds on Tone Deaf? Because I think I'd qualify <laughs> for that. They can run in tandem. Right. <laughs> what's the, what's, I don't know if what's you guys have realized, like, but we, go have, like, so, we have way more okay. musical interludes now. So it gets kind of weird, and yet also not. Number 11 was Alien Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, you know. Which was which grows... That screams family to me. <laughs> sure. right? wasn't, it, wasn't it set during the Actually, Queen? so my stepmom's birthday is around late November, and sometimes her birthday is on Thanksgiving. This was the year it was the day before Thanksgiving, and she wanted to see that movie because she loves the Alien movies, and we saw that, and I was terrified, but, as yeah, I mentioned I in the previous you're, podcast. You're, you're, the you're, xenomorphs... For, the, for those of you that are just tuning into us, Brian and you haven't listened... Brian does not do well with Alien. The no. xenomorphs scare the shit out of Brian. It is like my worst nightmare. I still have nightmares. I'm totally open about this. I still have nightmares about those creatures. And the fact that I was forced to go watch a movie with them, I was looking down every time they were on screen. And even then, the sound of the creatures was enough to make me just go, I feel like such uh, an What about the really... <laughs> what about the... I well, mean, you should, David. I forced you to go should. see Prometheus. <laughs> well, that, to be fair, they're really... Without spoiling the movie, they're really not in that movie. Right? Trust Don't me. spoil alerts! You're, you're not spoiling anything for anyone. That movie was awful. But, I haven't uh, seen it. Oh, I think our Gemini brothership just ended. I'll tell you this. The first hour... I enjoyed. But when the plot holes just made the whole thing start to fall apart towards the end, and then it just became confusing, and I was thinking, okay, they say they're going to do a sequel, but is the sequel really going to answer these questions, or is it just going to be, nah, it really bothered me. I really hate myself for not having seen this movie yet. You can rent it on demand. It's definitely it's definitely <laughs> yeah. a galvanizing movie. It, because I was going to watch it with a friend who had Apple TV, and we were we bought it, whatever, and then it got stuck. Mm. So I watched approximately the first 20 seconds of Prometheus. But you have... Oh, you guys already started watching it, though? Uh, so you have, like, a, a day to finish it then. And then it, yeah. like, goes away. That's a, that's a bummer. Uh, well, continuing on the list, moving past my nightmares... Uh, <laughs> to somebody else's nightmares. Freddy Krueger! I'm kidding. I'm not far off. <laughs> no, no. Christmas with the Cranks was the... I'm sorry. That made top 15. Uh, that's top... That's number 12. Top grossing, remember. Top that grossing number, weekend. Number, how much money did that make on opening? Opening weekend, it made just a little over thirty million, almost thirty-one million. Is that the one with Tom, Tim with Allen, Tim Allen, and Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Okay. It was an adapted <laughs> from a book, actually. It had a different title. I think they was, always are. I think it was Skipping Christmas, is what they were calling it. And then there is Scrooged. How can we forget Scrooge? I love, love, love that movie. Surprised that's not higher up that on the is, list. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, and this is and this is 1988 when it was released. So and it, it made 28 million. Okay. Yeah. And the final 15, number 15, 14, 15. Uh huh. Interestingly, have My Girl mm. and oh, My Girl too. No. Uh, oh. Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> really. A very eclectic group of the now, top 15. Three Men and a Baby was set during Christmas, so that totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My Girl was set during Summer Vacation. Yes. Yeah. Do I see a connection? Nope. No. Okay, so we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, so, so a very eclectic top 15, because we have Haunted House, we have Aliens, we have The Apocalypse taking place during Christmas. But we have So none of those movies, though, really have Thanksgiving in it. So what are some what are some good movies that we can know of that actually have Thanksgiving featured in it? Well, I think of one right away, which is how can we not talk about planes, trains, and automobiles? Absolutely, one of my favorite favorite movies. The, my favorite scene is when they're they're driving on the wrong side of the freeway, and he sees the vision, and John Candy becomes the devil for a moment. Yeah, you know, it's just it's so and just a brief amazing. synopsis for those of you who have never seen it, because if you have not seen it, please. Turn off the podcast. Come back. Watch it. You'll have a new appreciation for it because it is amazing. Yeah. We'll wait. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That was awesome. But it's basically it's uh, Steve Martin who is in Chicago, or he's in New York trying to go back to Chicago. Right, he's trying to get home in time for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. Right, and that's the whole premise. It's just him, where, if you really think about it, <clears throat> the movie Due Date kind of mimics oh, that a little bit. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is, yeah, like, is that also Thanksgiving? But it's just... No, Due no. Date that's is, him to his is just him, yeah, trying to get his to wife's his wife's birth. birth. Yeah. Right, but it's literally the same movie. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and there was, they were not in any way shy about that. They knew that they were making a... I know they're planes, trains, not automobiles. Exactly. And so Steve Martin tries to go home, but of course, with there's weather delays, but he runs into John Candy, 
who is always, always in top notch. Yeah, he was always that great where he was hilarious, but then there was something so sad about his character. Oh you my know, God, it was depressing. He was so touching. Yeah. That scene where he like gives that speech about you know I like me my wife likes me, and then if you know the ending you're you're even more yeah. just like oh my it's, god it's, Candy yeah, what are you so doing heartbreaking, and I will always think about that they have that moment where they separate and then there's the montage where he's thinking where Steve Martin's thinking about his family and thinking about and then all of a sudden it's not complete anymore because he made this this close friend mm-hmm. right and it's so sad when you're right when you, he goes back in and then he sees John Candy that wide shot of him sitting by himself alone it makes me a little emotional. Yeah. Stuffing in John Candy, apparently. The two <laughs> that will make me a little verklempt. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, oh. I mean, I, I love Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is he's an actor who acts not just with his voice, but with his, his whole body and his, his face, being. his emotion, everything. Oh, yeah. Every part of him goes into what he does. And I think that's why he can make it so funny, but at the same time so emotional. Because when he gives you that weird look like, oh my god, what did you just say? He can also straight turn it around and be like, my heart is breaking inside right now. Side note, watch a movie called Shop Girl. I haven't seen that one yet. <sighs> he wrote it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he directed it, but he wrote it. it was Steve based Martin, off, yeah. yeah. It's based off of a short story he wrote, and it's just, it's very tender. I've actually, I've actually read um, a, a good handful of Steve Martin's short stories, and he is... A fantastic writer. He's a fantastic mm. banjo player. Yeah, he has a he has a bluegrass band, which is yeah, just yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's and multi talented. And if you guys haven't seen Roxanne, that's my all time favorite Steve Martin movie. Roxanne, it's nothing even, to do with that. I'm, I'm even willing to forgive him for the King Tut song. I'm willing to overlook. Oh that. Oh my god, that was hilarious. What are you no, talking about? Yeah, it's not. That was that. That is a quintessential part of my childhood. Here's why I don't song. like that song. I got roped in. A, a coworker of mine does a dance show. She's just like a tap dance group. And so they pulled me in to do lights because they, because, you know, I've done theater. So obviously that means that I can run sound or lights or whatever. And it's very basic. It was basically just a click, click. I mean, it was probably the most basic of setups. But they did this one around the world bit and they did the, the King Tut song. They had a dance that oh, went no. to the King Tut. So having to hear that song seven different times in a single day because there's like multiple rehearsals and then there's you know the actual shows and there's two shows, I wanted to shoot myself. See, I, I mean, it was bad. I worked in a museum for 10 years, all about ancient Egyptian history. And sure enough, every day I had a kid come up to me like, do the ancient Egyptians dance with their hands all weird like this? I'm like, no. And now I'm going to tell you the reason why they were shown like that in those images. Do you want to learn? Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up You're and listen. You're going to learn. Actually, could, could you tell me? Because I don't, I don't know why. Uh, almost always when they're making offerings of incense, they have their hands kind of placed out in that fashion. And they've got like little... little. Uh, it's the artistic depiction, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're always shown in a side and frontal profile at the same time. Because any part of you that wasn't seen wasn't going to exist in the afterlife. So, you See, know, if you were shown with only one hand, you would be like one-armed. Take in the that, you little fuckers. You learned something. You rolled your eyes at me asking the question, but we teed up an awesome joke. This is true. This is true. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Can I bring a holiday movie to the to the plate here? Please yes. do. When I think of Thanksgiving, I always think of um, <laughs> try to save the straight face. Sorry. When I think of a holiday movie, I always think of Apocalypto. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you think of Thanksgiving and the New World and the rape of the New World and the destruction. Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Actually, I was today when I was trying well, to like. I think look Mel up- Gibson would love to have you. <laughs> oh house for Thanksgiving. Uh, let's. I really don't want to go there. I get very uncomfortable around swastikas and things of that nature. <laughs> so. <laughs> Mel Gibson, if you're listening, please don't kill us. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You invited me on the show. This is what you're going to get. I'm so happy you're here. You're you're, you're now the uncle we don't talk to very much. (laughs) Is this horrible? So when I was doing research today looking at Thanksgiving movies, I kind of stumbled across some stay-at-home mom blog kind of thing. And she was like, oh, family-friendly Thanksgiving movies. Number one, Pocahontas. The Disney movie? Yes. I was just like, no. <laughs> I don't think so. First of all, well, nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Second of all, Disney really? like completely altered the history of that story. Yeah. I like just because it has Native Americans in it. And singing animals. <laughs> and or not really singing animals, just anthropomorphic animals. 
Yeah, they didn't sing. The, they, the raccoon they, and the hummingbird didn't sing. Yeah, they, but they, they I don't had, think they talked. They had personalities, no, they though. Talk. But they danced. They were very Sleeping Beauty-like. They, they're animals yeah. that didn't talk, but they had, you know. But they did have a talking tree. Yes, that is true. Who was her grandmother, apparently? The spirit of the her spirit. grandmother, yeah. Oh, okay, that a, explains a, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I could feel wow. your cynicism all the way up there. <laughs> Apocalypto. Apocalypto. That's really... <laughs> That's an interesting choice. <laughs> okay, let me throw another one out there for ones that are... I mean, well, Sarah, you had one that you really want to talk about, right? I did. Clearly. Oh, son-in-law. Son-in-law. <laughs> Polly Shore, son-in-law. Buddy. Buddy. Never seen it. Oh, yeah, my, my God. God. Okay, so movie's not great. By any stretch. Time out. You've said Polly Shore. I think I've already like. Asked <laughs> this is not great. So what, you weren't expecting Hamlet. This is so freaking funny. This is this alas, poor Yorick. <laughs> I knew him. Ratio, buddy. <laughs> this was literally a conversation I had a, a few weeks ago. I was at a Halloween party, and somebody mentioned Encino Man. Oh wow! And then I was like, oh man. Polly Shore, and I was like, oh, Encino Man, Jury Duty, Biodome. Oh, man. And then I was just like, oh, shit. What was the one where it's the chick? And I and I was like, oh, hold on a second. I am like, called my brother across the like party. I'm like, hey, Mike. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what was that Polly Shore movie where he's with that chick that he goes to school with? And he just goes, son-in-law. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> he already knew. I didn't even have to mention Thanksgiving. You already got it. Yeah. Oh, and In the Army. That was the other one. Right, because she was going home for Thanksgiving. She's going home for Thanksgiving. And Polly Shore's character doesn't have any. He was literally going to stay in his dorm and have microwave dinner. Well, this was the premise that, that was kind of the, the shocking twist on it. This girl grew up in a Midwestern, small, small town, graduating class of 10, and goes off to college first semester, meets Polly Shore, becomes friends with him, and then next thing she gets you know, all urbanized. She in gets her completely world. urbanized. She's a blonde, and she's wearing fishnets and cut off shorts on and her ha- yeah, ankle ha- and all that stuff. Yeah, because she's you know it's the nineties, and uh, <laughs> tattoos equal rebel. Yep, a butterfly <laughs> tattoo, I think, wasn't it? I think so. <gasps> oh man, uh, well, just the, the ankle oh, area itself is very re- rebellious. Are you kidding yes. me? Yes, yeah. <gasps> she's showing her ankles. We're in the it, church oh, elders. Course, it, it, I think Eric to bring it historical, it goes back to. The Puritans, right? Because <laughs> if, ne- if your ankles were, were, were bare, yes. hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were probably a witch. <laughs> you have ankles, witch! <laughs> She's a butterfly witch! <laughs> she bears the mark of the butterfly! Burn her! And then so they Burn go, her twice. They go back home for Thanksgiving to this girl's family. They're shocked at her and shocked by him. And they're like, who is this crazy dude? And hilarity ensues. Polly Shore, everybody. I'm sorry, but when I think of Polly Shore, I don't well, think of hilarity. The, the big thing that we... Did, I don't know if you just said this or not. I, I thought there was also the deed where her, her boyfriend... Oh, yeah. ...who she was dating before she went to college proposes, and she gets scared, and her friend, Polly Shore, his mm-hmm. character, Crawl... I'm sorry, what's his name? Crawl. Uh, his nickname's Crawl. Like, that's as in, I will crawl Because that's how he always got home I, from parties. Yep. He would always, <laughs> he would always crawl. Um, Shocking. <laughs> he, to save face... Says she can't. You can't marry her because I proposed to her, and she, she said, said yes. yes. So there, he's posing as the son-in-law to be. That's mm-hmm. hence the title of the let movie. Yes, let me guess. They fall in love at the end. Kind of. Yeah. The ending kind of doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because they reconcile. I'm not gonna lie. This plot does not make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> it totally does. You have to see it. Just watch it. You really it. have to see it. <sighs> it's Polly Shore and Carla Cugino. Actually, is yeah. the girl. Mm-hmm. So. Oh wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Who? Carla Cugino. <gasps> I do like her. Yeah. She is super And Lane cute. Smith uh, is the dad. Who's Lane Smith? Uh, you ever watched Lois and Clark? The Shut up. Perry White. Perry White? Yep. So okay. everybody go out and rent Son-in-Law this Thanksgiving. And Apocalypto. Yep. And Apocalypto. <laughs> Apocalypto. I have a question. Yes. See, was Scent of a Woman set during Thanksgiving? There is. It was. Yes, yeah. it was over Thanksgiving weekend. They, they're <laughs> over it. Uh, it has less to do with Thanksgiving and more to do with being blind. And the and, <laughs> and and the smelling of women. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, see that movie. You smell fertile. Fantastic. I, you know, I am probably the worst possible guest host to have on the show because I have seen so few of these classic iconic movies. Have you seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, okay. good. Well, then, then you're, you're in the your club. Card you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I've I've actually never seen. I actually love a woman either. Yeah, I love John Candy. Oh my god, so good! 
I miss John Candy dearly. I think he's a was a wonderful human being, yeah, and yeah. I loved a lot of his movies. I thought he was just he was awesome. I see in your list there. Does that say the Adams Family? Is that Thanksgiving? Adams, Adams Family, family values. values. Oh, so, right, because but it there's that scene at the camp. But it yeah. wasn't. It was during the summer. They were at a summer camp. Yeah. They only just had that well, one is, scene. This though, is that IMDb's had... list of movies that involve Thanksgiving in okay. some way or another. Yeah, because oh. they they did have their little camp pageant where they were doing the, the right. first Thanksgiving. Oh, they're going everywhere because right. I see TV. They had friends on there. Yeah, the House of Yes. Had a Thanksgiving time? Maybe it yeah, did. Yeah, it did. That it did. movie, to this day, I think I saw that movie when I was maybe like 14 or 15, and I just, I remember being very confused. I don't was, know what you're talking about. Have you ever seen The House of Yes? It's, a, it's about this woman who's obsessed with Jackie O. I haven't seen And that. the whole Kennedy assassination, and her whole life revolves around mimicking Jackie O. And she dresses like her, and she talks like her, and walks like her, and she has a very psychotic family. This is Parker Posey, by the way, who's yeah. playing this woman. Gorgeous. I mean, at, I mean, she plays this just. She she it's plays the role of the debutante just beautifully. Well, Parker Posey does play crazy well, but she's absolutely psychotic, and she. You should see the movie. It's actually very well done. Interesting. Do you guys ever see the movie uh, Pieces of April? No, no, but it is on my list. Yeah, a, I've seen bits and pieces. Uh, that bits was and pieces with, and pieces with, no, with, with no <laughs> pun intended. I know the overall premise that she wants to make a Thanksgiving dinner for her family and it's like super dysfunctional. Super duper dysfunctional family. Mom screwed up. All of her class in it, right? Uh, yes, she is. Yeah. Yeah, five points. And I think like she's got a black boyfriend and it's just, it's kind of all kinds of dysfunctional. But Not to make fun of Katie Holmes, but probably one of her better roles. It was a wonderful performance by her. I actually really enjoyed that movie when it came out. And I think it kind of really wrapped up the idea of why Thanksgiving is, is such a good theme and a good element to have in movies. And I think it's because of family gathering. You kind of add, you know, the hecticness of the holidays, of course, trying to make everything right, trying to impress your family, but at the same time trying to be real with your family. Yeah. It provides a lot of space to come to terms with things, a lot of acceptance, and then obviously gratitude. Mm -hmm. And gratitude is a wonderful theme to have in sure. movies. So. I'm glad you brought that up, too, because the other movie I think of is Home for the Holidays, mm. which, have you guys seen that at all? No. Mm -hmm. So that's what that one is with Holly Hunter, who goes back... And I've seen it a long time ago. I haven't seen it recently, mm -hmm. so I'm a little fuzzy on all the plot details, too. Sure. But After losing her job, making out with her soon-to-be ex-boss, and finding that her daughter plays and spends Thanksgiving with her boyfriend, dot, dot, dot. I don't have anything else. That's that's where it cuts off. Sorry. I, I will fill in. Uh, she she goes home to her family. Tag team. She goes home for the holidays. Home for the holidays, uh -oh, exactly. He said it. But uh, basically... <laughs> To, to make a long story short, she yeah. goes home, lots of family secrets get brought to light over Thanksgiving dinner, drama ensues, they all bring it together, and everyone learns something at the end. So everyone I know that everyone learns to be grateful and accept each other. You know what's funny is that I, I know that we're strictly here to talk about film, but I think it's funny that the film industry has very few movies that are centered around the holiday of Thanksgiving. Most of them are either Halloween-based, which are your traditional horror films. Or Christmas. Yeah. Or Christmas, which, just like everything else about Thanksgiving, is completely blown over. But TV seems to have a lot of holiday There's always Thanksgiving. a Thanksgiving episode. Right. right. I think of Friends had like Friends one had every like year. Friends had like five. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they did one the every year, but they came close. Was probably Charlie Brown had a Thanksgiving special and a Christmas special. Yes, they did. And right. they replay them every year on CBS. Yeah. That's why we just plugged you, CBS. Don't what, sue no. us. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, I mean, Friends does it. I mean, every, but, and I think it's probably easier for a television show uh, to conceive. How I Met Your Mother, Slapsgiving. Multiple Slapsgivings. Yeah, watch How I Met Your Mother. Just watch the slap Slapsgiving episodes. They're really good. Hey, the, it's good up until now. I know, I know. Um, but I just, that, that just got me thinking because it's just one of those, it's one of those situations where I wish that they would do more of that to have a balance because as Sarah was saying, you know, there's, Movies out there, the whole premise of Thanksgiving is gratitude and having people come together and that, that wholesomeness that comes with the family finally coming together and settling their differences and, and being a family unit. That's something that everybody wants to see in movies. And yet, for some reason, general audiences really only associate that feeling with, with Christmas. Christmas. And that's a fallacy because, you know, Thanksgiving, as we discussed in Nerds on History like that play <laughs> as we discussed you know it's it's all about tradition and it's all about family and, and it just like christmas yes but i feel like with christmas there's more of the materialistic and, and you know people wanting with the colorfulness and with thanksgiving it just it is what it is it's a meal 
you know, it doesn't matter what meal you have. It's a meal where people are able to actually have a full-on conversation and be with one another and be truthful and be honest. And, you know, there's – with Christmas movies, there's always some sort of agenda. And granted, you need that for film, but it always seems like there's some outlandish agenda. You know what I mean? Like with Christmas of the Cranks, with them not wanting to have people know that they want to have Christmas or – that god-awful movie with Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito where they're trying to outdo each other, you know, with Christmas lights and be the best person in the neighborhood. Jingle All the Way. It's just all these really wacky... Wha- I love Jingle All the Way. I'm uh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the pervert! Okay, sorry. Um, but it's just... Mm-hmm. You have this movie... <laughs> I just think... That's a dance at... you But I mean, it's one of those things where it's just... There seems to be in Christmas movies... I've never seen it. Okay. Oh, if you want to see a horrible Schwarzenegger movie, oh, that, man, this that is, is the, the worst. horrible Schwarzenegger because it's him doing comedy with well, Sinbad. I don't know. Sinbad. I don't know oh, which is worse, that or Twins or what was it, Junior, the one where he's pregnant. Well, those two I think are classics, <laughs> Junior and Twins, because everyone. I mean, those are the '80s when they thought, yeah. "Hey, let's try to do give them." Junior comedy. was mid '90s. Uh, they're classics, despite Arnold. Right. Yeah. Danny DeVito can save those movies. Right. Yeah. It just it just bothers me that all of our Christmas movies are where we have these family themes, but they're they're wrapped up not to make a pun, but I mean it's wrapped up in this gift wrap of just complete consumerism, which you know, kind of is what Christmas is, but that whole central core of the family value seems to be like every Christmas movie that family has to re like yeah. re remember that value. They're like, Oh, it is about family. Ah. Whereas with Thanksgiving, like you know it's going into family. But movies like Rachel Getting Married, if that was not about a marriage, but it was just about a Thanksgiving dinner, that would also work. Because I don't Absolutely. know if you've... Have you guys ever seen Rachel Getting That's Married? Such a good movie. I've seen about half of it, yeah. Oh, my God. Beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. And it, granted, it is about a, about her sister's wedding. But if they, if they put that at Thanksgiving, it would also have worked. It would have been essentially Pieces of April. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think like we said in the in the other podcast, Thanksgiving is kind of that transition holiday between, you know, the Halloween time and Christmas time. And so you find that your Christmas movies that are going to run from Thanksgiving, opening weekend of Thanksgiving, straight through and through the holiday, they're all going to be Christmas themed, right? Because that's where they're planning on, on being. A Thanksgiving movie starting around Thanksgiving. Once you go into the Christmas time, it's still a Thanksgiving movie. It doesn't evolve. It doesn't well, change. The, it doesn't the, the problem is, is that Christmas has this whole buildup to it right there's a month of build-up and it lasts 12 days we really make it last a week in in america but in, around the world it's this it's a 12-day holiday thanksgiving is one day yeah it's just like okay let's get it done let's sell our turkeys and let's move on let's focus on christmas well, and so i think that's kind of <laughs> you know? really interesting then to point out that that's something to talk about in the movies um an element to the story thanksgiving you don't really want it to happen you know that the second it happens and you really are stuck with Christmas shopping, you're forced to be with family that you probably don't want to hang out with, and now you have to cook a fucking turkey, and you're like, I don't even know how to cook a fucking turkey. What are you talking about? Sounds like, like we're writing a script right now. But, <laughs> but, but I think that's but that's really important, right? Isn't that... But that's something that so many people can relate There's to. There's a lot of people who are disenchanted with the concept of Thanksgiving. Myself because they're like, included. <laughs> Well, because the thing is, we have two family holidays within such close proximity to one another. Yeah. You know? Like, why do we have to have these holidays one month apart? You I know? really... W- if I would probably enjoy Thanksgiving so much more if it were in, like, June. <laughs> <laughs> I would be down and we like all a clown. have our Thanksgiving well, hot dogs Canada, and hamburgers. In Canada, they have... They have it October, in October, second, October 10th. Which is October. why I went up to go visit my dad in October. Was it on Monday? Really? That's what it's a Monday. It's a, it's a Monday, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's why... They, they it, want you... To, oh, three-day weekend, right? Of course. Yeah. Of, that makes sense. Did you guys sense. go okay. to Canada when you went? Well, we did, but not for Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh. The thing is, I just went up in October because I was like, hey, Dad, I'm going to go up there for Canadian Thanksgiving because flights are cheaper. <laughs> 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 Essentially, that's why I did it. <laughs> So I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to get out for Thanksgiving in November because it's really expensive to do so, but I'll go out for Canadian Thanksgiving. Did you guys do cook a turkey? No. We cook- she just I don't said like turkey. she doesn't know how to cook a turkey. <laughs> I- and I'm not a fan of turkey. So they had ham. Obviously. <laughs> no, we did not have ham. Oh. She had rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Did they hunt the, the, the and they had moose, right? You have moose in Canada. Yes, we have moose. You have the traditional she Thanksgiving moose. She had bald moose. eagle. <laughs> I, had, I had... Oh, my God. <laughs> Desecrated an American symbol. That was from um, Adam's Family Values, where she like shoots up at the the art. They're at the archery. It's an range. American bald eagle. 
Aren't they extinct? They are, they are now. now. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to do is I want to make a movie that plays during the holiday period but is relevant to every holiday that goes on there. So the movie should start, like the opening scene should be on Halloween. And that's when the movie should be released. And then it goes from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. Sir, there is a movie that's very close to that. Ah, damn and it. it's called Holiday Inn. Have you guys seen Holiday Inn? Is it any good? Let me ask Does you that. Does it star Queen Latifah? No. Holiday Inn is a fucking classic starring Bing Crosby. Yes. And yes. Fred Astaire. And it is about these two performers, one who gets jilted by the other um, for because they're both interested in the same woman. And he goes back to his home, uh, which is like a this nice little farmhouse, and he decides to turn it into an inn. It's only open on holidays. And the whole movie goes over an entire year where every holiday they do a special performance for, and they cover they cover it all. It's not just Thanksgiving. And essentially, Holiday Inn, it, it either precede, I think it preceded White Christmas. White Christmas is a remake, basically, as of the, Holiday Inn. Yeah, it's the remake of it. Yeah, but they just substituted Fred Astaire for Danny yes. Kaye. All right, well, as long as Ben Crosby and, and Fred Astaire were involved in it, then I'm okay letting me be it, late it to the is party. A, it is a yeah. very, very good and that's actually where the song Michael White Bay. Christmas debuted. Yes. It was in that movie, not the song, not the movie White Christmas. They did Sisters in that one, too, didn't they? They, they did a lot of songs yeah, in that. Yeah, I think um, they did. I just heard that Michael Bay wants to reboot Holiday Inn. Um, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and what they're going to do They're just it. tap dancing over explosions. <laughs> <laughs> they're a minefield. But here's the thing that makes it better, is instead of replacing the actors, now that they can do that superimposing of old Oh, they can just footage, have Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby in it. Yeah, they're gonna make a And then halfway through, they're gonna turn into mechanized robots. Yes, and uh, find out that they're there to save the planet. Brian, did you write the spec script for this? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) To kind of piggyback on the Sarah's point, I really feel like that needs to be the movie that we need to see because maybe not even mainstream. You're talking about Holiday Inn, right? Not the Michael Bay (laughs) movie you're referring. I think the world needs to see Fred Astaire turn into a robot. That needs to happen. No, I was I was actually referring to Sarah's idea that you know people to see a movie of a family not wanting to do it, just wanting to begrudgingly be with Thanksgiving, have to force themselves to cook a turkey and and be in that situation. I think that would probably work better as an indie film. And there are multiple people out there that can make that indie film. Zach Braff comes to mind. Josh Raynor is that how you say his Ratner. Name? Ratner. Okay, I never really looked at his last name. If you're listening, sorry, bro. <laughs> Love your work. I think I could be wrong. Um, but I mean, Correct it, it me seems like, I mean, to me, that seems like a really high class indie film where you have someone like The Shins playing in the background for, yeah. for five scenes. Some, someone like indie or alternative right. rock person, right? R A D. Radner. Radner. Okay. I just really, I, I want Thanksgiving to finally have a moment to shine because it really upsets me when you go into stores and you see Halloween everywhere and you see candy, you see costumes. The minute that Halloween is over, there are trees and there's lights and there's decor and there's fake snow and it just pisses me off because it's it doesn't like, get its day. And then there's yeah. one aisle of turkey well, what, and leaf what shit. What upsets me now is it, it's not even <laughs> and hay. They're like, oh, everybody loves well, hay. At least it's not leaves and turkey shit. <laughs> well, here's the thing. What, what upsets me is that you go into a store. I was in Target this year because I had to get one small detail for my Halloween costume. And literally on the back wall behind all of the Halloween stuff was already Christmas stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was they, it would start in October. They didn't even wait for Halloween to finish yet. They start on the 4th of July, my friend. They take down those those little American flags and they put up those Christmas decorations and they're they're back there but they slowly start to breed and move like forward. a virus. <laughs> yes, it is like a virus. I mean, I don't want to bash on Christmas. I mean, some of my favorite movies are Christmas movies, and that's a whole other future podcast, right? Kind of you know, about. I mean, but the thing is, is that you know, give Thanksgiving its day because that is a family drama at your fingertips. I mean, I, I don't want to go as far as to say you know that could be an Oscar, but I mean, that's if you do it right. There can be a lot of recognition from that, and a lot of people will, will relate to that. Like Sarah said, I mean, it's a very relatable situation. I just feel like Thanksgiving gets completely bamboozled from any sort of media play. Yeah, and that would explain why there's only, like, the lists we've found have been, like, maybe 20 movies that have been related to Thanksgiving, when there's right. hundreds of movies that have been related to Christmas or Halloween for that And matter. if you think about it, it almost feels like they don't want to do it because they, as we went through that list, you know, it's all these family-esque movies, and they think, oh, that's close enough, right? Bring people together, and so there's no real theme of Thanksgiving. I mean, Toy Story 2 
has nothing to do. There's with no turkeys anywhere. There's there's nothing. Just it's family friendly. That's all. Right. It was. Well, there is there's kids staying home for four days in a row, <laughs> and they're going. We need something to occupy. Go to the cinemas. Yeah. The cinemas. I will admit, hey, Flubber. Flubber. My children say cine. They say okay. Well, mixed what? culture, right? Yeah. yeah. My wife's from Mexico. So but, and I will say it. that I saw Flubber on uh, the day after Thanksgiving when I was a kid. I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I see my... Flubber the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> my, well, I remember that was a big deal Zing. because uh, the Saratoga 14 theaters that were around had just opened. So my brother and I oh, rode our God, bikes right. to see Flubber. We're like, this theater's amazing because to a 12 year old, this stadium theater looked huge. Yeah. Was this and it was before, all clean. No, it was before Mercado 20? No, just after. Mercado 20 opened in September. This right, had opened okay. in, like, November. So it was pretty close together. And so, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. That's why these family movies are marketed at the times they are, because everyone wants to go the day after Thanksgiving or the night of Thanksgiving. If or Maybe they'll go to a movie and then camp out in front of the retail stores for shopping. Um, and it just gives us something to do. You know, we're, like, we're not comfortable having a day of just relaxation question a lot of movies come out around you know christmas time and stuff and i know a lot of people like to go to movies on christmas day Mm -hmm. i've definitely done that i've done that it's another tradition in my house yeah right how many times are like how often are you going to the movies on christmas to see a christmas movie i've not you like you almost never do it so i i feel like you do it the day after thanksgiving right okay so what about day after halloween go see a thanksgiving related movie I mean, it doesn't have to come out on Thanksgiving. No, not at all. Really what we're talking about, too, is Thanksgiving has become a celebration of fall. Yes, Halloween is a celebration of fall, but in a much darker context. Yeah, let's have a movie about farmers. (laughs) So what you're saying is we should all watch The Crucible, then? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Right? Because it is my name. (laughs) 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 Honey, it's the best part. (laughs) Forget the pumpkin pie. He's about to color a whore. (laughs) They're pressing the old man now. Daddy, what's a lecher? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. More weight. Why does he want more, Dad? <laughs> well, son, he just hasn't had enough yet. He's going back for seconds. <laughs> no, well, okay. Would I do it? Yes. So the <laughs> little weight is different. <laughs> Okay, so what what I mean by that is not no, I'm not saying we should l- watch The Crucible or The Scarlet Letter or anything like that because it's the fall. But there are people there who generally love fall as their favorite season, and Mine. you do, yeah, mm-hmm. my, my girlfriend favorite. does too. And it's more than just I think the family aspect of it. Fall doesn't really get its 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 day. I just figured it out. What? Hollywood's in California. We don't really have fall. So what you're saying is you should move Hollywood back east. Or to the Midwest. I'm sure, actually, if there was, if there were or up north, if there were more here. studios based in New England where the leaves turn, or Northern California. Yeah, they Go, turn. I yes, they do. I'm just saying it's more yeah. so out there. It's more prevalent. What you listeners can't see is that Sarah is gesticulating with her hand. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there. I mean, you know, Autumn in New York, right? There's yes. actually even a movie called Autumn in New York. That's. I just think that there's. I think if, it was, if they saw it, if more writers saw it more often. You say they'd be more inspired to go ahead and yes. write Thanksgiving themed movies. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for putting much more eloquently than I could. <laughs> Can you imagine? If like a he's wearing the glasses. Yes. <laughs> a writer's out back east and he's like, this is what fall is like? Oh my God. Bro, Thanksgiving movie. Let's do this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I got it. Can we still work in robots and Ben Crosby? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do it. And we'll work in Matthew Broderick. <laughs> I love Matthew Broderick. I Can do. we bring back Polly Shore? <laughs> no. <laughs> Polly Shore is dead. <coughs> so is the movie is called. Yeah, there's actually a movie, a movie where he fakes his own death. Really? Oh. Yeah, it's it's a very meta film because it was... Was it kind of like that thing when Joaquin Phoenix... Or not Joaquin Phoenix, what's his name? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm not there. Kind of went crazy. Became a, and, became a rapper, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. And, and went on Letterman. And, and and apparently Letterman was in on it. Was in on it yeah, the whole time. Yeah, you know, and I, I got what he was doing with that. And I watched the movie and I was like, I understand what you're doing. I get it. It's not beyond me. 
still don't find it enjoyable. <laughs> it was kind of a strange move. It was considering really odd. He was already really popular and yeah. famous, and then yeah. he wanted to get re-recognized for already being really popular and famous by being a crazy person for a we year. We already know he's a really good actor. Like, but now he's kind of he's kind of starting to shun the Hollywood trend because a lot of Oscar buzz is going around for him for the Master, the Master which and was an amazing performance, and he's turning his nose up at the idea he's like i don't ever want to do it blah 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 and like there was a huge article that they ran and i was like huh whew, it's cool that you feel that way bro but for your sake just be yeah. on the down low <laughs> do you want to work again <laughs> oh he's got plenty of money he can afford not to work again and just, i know, you know he's he's gave him so much well those gladiator checks too right was, just go for the joke right <laughs> you're going well i was trying to go for a joke too apparently mine just kind of Went over like a fart in church. So <laughs> I fart in church all the time. I don't know what you're complaining about. You don't go to church. I go to the church of David. <laughs> <laughs> Which I call my bathroom. <laughs> Bazinga. Uh, oh, I can't use that. Sorry, that's copyrighted. We'll believe it. Zing. Bazinga's copyrighted? It's on a TV show. The Zanger. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, now why did you say that? Now we're going to bleep that. Just you're not helping, Brian. <laughs> well, I'm thankful for movies. <laughs> so, I have to ask: Is anyone planning on seeing a movie this Thanksgiving? I would like to. Skyfall, right? Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna, I, I think I would like to see Skyfall before Thanksgiving. I see. Yeah, yeah. I'll be working at midnight, so no. Oh, bummer. Wait, are you not yeah. working? I don't know what my schedule is yet. I haven't looked because uh, it's not midnight. I know it's not. You're not on the list. No. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Eric's just like oh, I'm on the list. I'm, ho- I'm hoping it's. I'm <laughs> I am ho- kind of sighing back and forth. There. I was like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be off by like nine. I'll be off at eight a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and sleep until like eleven, and then just get up and enjoy my my Black Friday without having to deal with tons and tons of people. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I am. I'm actually kind of excited. That's an awesome <laughs> schedule. That's not too shabs. Because you're only going to be getting the very beginning of the peak, and then at that point you can say peace out, and then go home and yep. You got it. Good I'll be you. on my last break right when everyone wants to walk in the door. Uh, can you help me? Nope. Sorry, I'm off. <laughs> Do you guys have anything special planned for your Thanksgivings? You know, I haven't really thought that far ahead. I know that I'm... I mean, I, had it not been for this podcast, I probably wouldn't have thought of Thanksgiving for at least another week or so. Which I, would have been Thanksgiving. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know I have uh, dinner planned with my grandmother, Dan and Monterey, with some family. And I believe... The girlfriend and I may do something with her side. I don't know. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah? My mom's in town, um, or she will be in town, so do dinner at my grandparents' house. My uncle's actually flying out from Vegas, too, so... Yep, the whole family is going to get together. And Sarah gets her ham. And you are so excited about it. No, I'm actually really excited to see my mom. It'll be a belated birthday present for me, actually, for her being out. And then... um, also, oh, and then the day after, actually, because my sister-in-law won't be able to go to Thanksgiving with us because she's going to a wedding that day. Oh, Who does okay. a wedding on Thanksgiving? I'd, People really love turkey. Long story. <laughs> it's a long story about family politics with her friend. So um, she's going She's going to be um, at a wedding on Thanksgiving, but the next day, um, her brother, his girlfriend, my brother, and then I, we're all going to... Oh, that's cool. We're all going to have like a little second thanksgiving that's cool you guys should watch alien resurrection <laughs> <laughs> we would totally watch alien resurrection i know you and would. flubber back well back okay flubber. <laughs> okay i take that back my brother and i and probably mandy's brother would probably totally watch alien resurrection i'm not sure if mandy would be on board but <laughs> she can watch flubber she can watch flubber <laughs> everybody loves the green goo <laughs> yeah what eric does that your mean? choice what are you doing for thanksgiving well besides loving green goo um well we <laughs> we're gonna meet up at my sister's house okay and uh i'm we're actually in for a treat this year because my brother-in-law his mom and her boyfriend are on this just awesome year-long vacation they rented out their house to a you know visiting professor in the area bought a motorhome and drove out to California and they're just driving up and down the coast and, and living out of my sister and brother-in-law's uh, driveway from time to time. 
And they're just they're they're on vacation for eleven months. That is so cool. Wow. Yeah. I want to be retired right now because that sounds so awesome, doesn't it? And well, they're going to be in the area, obviously, for uh, for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And my brother-in-law's mother's boyfriend is a chef, gourmet chef. He's been cooking for years, and he's going to prepare for us what is uh, no doubt going to be absolutely life-changing Thanksgiving dinner. So, so we'll be over at what time? <laughs> uh, yeah. So Brian, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot. Of fun. That sounds like an awesome idea. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. And then we listen to my dad's traditional storytelling throughout Which the evening. Is the story of what again? I'm sorry. It's just the things my dad talks about on Thanksgiving. There's <laughs> just there's no theme. There's no just general everything? consensus to what like we no want to talk. Like say what story? No, it's next? just he's like on a on a loop, and you know, this is just <laughs> <laughs> he's now come full circle after a year, and he's telling the same stories over again. And then we'll play board games. Oh, we eat. I love doing so that too. Yeah. Much okay. fun. Can I just do that all day long? Oh, what's, your, what's, your, what's the board game? Well, of last choice? Thanksgiving we played Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Pandemic, okay, so Eric and I, one of the things that our friendship is based upon, other than history and this, is board games. Yeah, mutual and love of board ser- games. Serious board games, yeah. like hardcore nerd board games. And one of them is a game called Pandemic, which is literally you are a research team trying to stop a global pandemic outbreak of so a disease board game yes it's a board game i will does, happily bring it over next time we record because it is awesome. there are I four different totally strains it. of a disease and you're trying to stop all of them from spreading and, and, the, and the game is actually the game is actually statistically stacked against you so you're more likely going to lose than you are to win but you have to basically that's that's the challenge is you have to stop it from spreading and, and the virus replicates and everyone has their own special power ability that they can use and you work together taking turns but you guys all work within a consensus on how to beat the virus it's but you basically are, are the center for disease control and you're trying to stop all these different types of viruses from spreading yeah so it's kind of structured like a tabletop game yeah it's yeah. a tabletop game okay yeah. it's yeah. like that but without the hardcore commitment of like handcrafting all the pieces Sweet. and spending hours and hours cool. it's like a mini tabletop game i would totally play that I'll bring it over. Sweet. Giggity. Yeah. Brian? You know, we're doing something pretty, pretty traditional. We're going to have the family over at our house. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been living in our, in our new house for over a year now, and we intended to host Thanksgiving last year, but the last-minute plans took place, and we had to move down to Paso Robles for Thanksgiving. So we're going to host this year, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Good for you. Yeah, get to christen the, the house with a formal family holiday. You can show them the, uh, the nerd cave? <laughs> Yeah, sure. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. You, you mean should. the card table? The card table <laughs> set up in, in, a, in a garage, garage full of crap. Hey, um, <laughs> be proud of what we have. I be am thankful. I am thankful for, what for the have. card table and yeah. the books upon which our mics are stacked. <laughs> and it, it'll be nice too because uh, my girlfriend's gonna be coming for Thanksgiving as well. So it'll be nice. Oh, very first time that's happening. So cute. <laughs> you don't count tonight's dinner. Oh, that's right. Uh, this is pre-Thanksgiving. I, I just think it's funny because Eric, for a second, became like a, a twenty-something woman for a second. Hey, first time it's happening! Oh my god! I'm so excited. Sarah and I do that every time you tell us that you have yeah. a girlfriend. It's cool. <laughs> but I actually am a twenty-something woman. What's your excuse? It's funny when you guys. It's, I don't expect it from Eric. That's the funny thing. I don't have an excuse, nor do I need one, Sarah. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Well, troops. I think it's that time again. It is indeed. It's for actually quite late the, for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for us to hit the old dusty trail. Guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Indeed. And uh, go watch a movie that does have that special meaning to you with your family and with the season. Uh, with that, you can follow us on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Nerdonomy, as well as on our personal Twitter accounts. At uh, I'm at Brian Moriarty. At David C. McGuire. The Brickmont. Sarah. I don't Twitter. Boo. Actually, I'm not going to lie. <gasps> I did create a Twitter account. I'm not using it. You right twit. Now. She has a Twitter account. I'm, I'm not, oh, I am yeah. not currently a tweeting twat, but I'm sure at some point. <laughs> wow. What a way to end the podcast. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, you can, of course, if you haven't already... Subscribe to us through iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Oh, and also, please, if you go to iTunes, please, 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 write a review. Subscribe to the podcast and then write a review, because the more you write a review, 
the more we're seen. And we would love to go out there to the mass populace and show them what we have. So please, Absolutely. please, or please. Improve. And please, yeah, give us your feedback. If, if you really don't like the show, tell us because we want to make it better. You know? Yeah. And you know what? Go on Facebook. Facebook is a great medium which to do that and have that conversation. And I'm glad you brought that up because we have both the Nerds on History and the Nerds on Film pages for Nerdonomy on Facebook that you and can guess like. guess what? We post things on there every, every day. day. With the exception of Sunday. We rest on Sunday. It's the Sabbath. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even take that seriously. <laughs> but you guys can also email us. You can email me at sarah at nerdonomy.com. That's S-A-R-A-H. And I am David. D-A-V-I-D at nerdonomy.com. <laughs> and I am the Brickmont. T-H-E-B-R-I-C-M-O-N-T. T is in Tom. <laughs> at nerdonomy. Uh, Brian with a Y. It's just, okay, let me say it again. B-R-Y-A-N <laughs> at nerdonomy.com. We need to come up with a better way of like, doing this. Yeah, maybe, maybe people are like actually like typing. Okay. B-R-Y-N-W-I-T-H. No, I'm pretty sure most people have already hit the pause button or stopped by this point. Yeah, they're like, I don't give a shit. They're closing. <laughs> yeah. But we love you. Their fault, because now we're going to unleash our secret super knowledge about something, which Such is... <laughs> Marky Mark is in Transformers 4. You regret it now. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you guys. And we love you too. Aww. Good night and good luck. <laughs> <laughs>